Hey, young world. It's your favorite host who always puts extra jelly on his toast. That's right. I'm Famous Vernon. And this is I Want to Be Famous, a podcast showing you how to go from ordinary to extraordinary. Every week, I'm here to give you stories of the people who are doing it and being it. So you can go out and do it too. So you can be inspired. And I'm going to give you the playbook to do it. My motto. Be known, be seen, be heard. That's the word. If you've ever wondered how to actually make legit comics for properties like Popeye, Star Trek, Garfield. Hey, man. If you've ever asked your question, should you work a job in your field of passion? If you've ever wondered why having a famous wife could be cool, then (laughs) you're in for a treat today because we are uh, welcoming another special guest story, Mr. Ryan Estrada. Give it up, give it up, give it up, get up. If you don't know him, he is an artist, author, and adventurer who travels the world making comics and just getting into trouble. And I asked Ryan to tell us about how and why he got famous. Um, He dropped a little gem on us and told us this. He said that uh, many people know me from my comic Learn to Read korean in 15 minutes which went super viral and got shared hundreds of million times and by the way without his name on it (laughs) how'd you forget that part man he said uh it's actually it actually makes the front page of reddit so much that people actually get really upset there's even a bootleg learn to read in korean in 15 minutes themed restaurant in china that is really dope uh, lots of other people know him uh, because he accidentally invented the word normcore, which went on to be a finalist for the word of the year in 2014. <laughs> and it ended up being a punchline in Parks and Rec in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Uh, and lastly, um, you probably have heard about Ryan through his um, band book club, which is one of the only four comics so far this year to get three or more starred reviews was a junior a library guild selection i don't know what that means but it sounds important and industry insiders think it possibly can become a new york times bestseller only problem is hasn't been released yet because it's stuck in china due to the coronavirus so, you know me, I'm curious, right? So, you, I'm always going to get the facts, baby. I want to know where you started. I want to know how you started. So, uh, when I asked Ryan this, he said that uh, I got started submitting comics to a local newspaper when I was six years old. Damn, that was young. He said uh, they uh, sent him a letter telling him that uh, they'd keep it on file just in case. So um, he figured they were just being polite. 
but he was convinced when uh, Jim Davis died uh, that he was in. So he kept bugging the same newspaper and finally got hired at 16. You guys hearing something here? Persistence. Six years old to 16. Said he got a weekly strip and he got 80 bucks a month and felt like a superstar. Now, as with all things, I am curious about the startup cost, right? It's going to cost you some, baby. You got to have some skin in the game if you know how to main. So I uh, asked Ryan how much did it cost to get started? And, you know, how much are you actually making from all of this? That's important too, right? So he said uh, this. He said that the thing about comics, you you just make them. When I was a kid, I always invested so much in the fanciest papers, pens, and a drafting table, and all that nonsense. Now I just doodle on the back of kids' homework from my day job, scan it, and composite it into comics. As far as profit, he said it fluctuates wildly. Sometimes, uh, he says he can work on a project for three years before he sees a dime. But then sometimes he makes $10,000 a month. And then sometimes he'll sell an ebook for a dollar. Comics are weird. <laughs> Sounds weird, man. That's cool though. Shout out that you're able to, um, you're, you're able to stick with it consistently. Uh, that's, that's definitely some crazy fluctuations. You got like that, 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 uh, real estate money, like real estate agent. It's like, Feast, feast or famine, it sounds like. So how did you find your first customers? I was curious. Uh, ask Ryan this, you know, what are some of the techniques you use to do that? He said, uh, you know, very early on, uh, you know, things have changed a lot. He says, years ago, I started in custom com And years ago, he started uh, a custom comic service and just made it as simple as possible for people to find him. And designed it with this in mind. His thought was, if my grandma wanted to order a custom comic, could she find, understand, and use this site to order one? And man, oh man, it worked, he says. I never advertised it. I just used SEO. And at the beginning, I was charging like 15 bucks a page. And I had so many customers, I kept raising the price to slow orders down. But it didn't work. Said he eventually settled on a 250 a page and brought on a whole staff of artists, but eventually drawing horrible comics about boyfriends and superheroes and trade show handouts about pharmaceutical companies destroyed my soul too much, and I had to stop, Ryan said. He also went on to say, I was no longer making art I was proud of, I closed the business and decided to only make art I was passionate about. I I got a teaching job to pay the bills and set to work on my own stuff. I make much less money. That's actually in big cap, all caps. So much less money. And there was even a time where I tried to give up, but then all the decades of work I put in, it started to pay off. When publishers started coming to me and asking me to finance and publish my dream projects, 
I use every opportunity to leapfrog to the next. Yeah, you do. Now, what's the best part, asked Ryan, about the experience so far? How's being famous uh, benefited you? Right? We want to know. So he said the types of projects that he gets to work on now are just so joyous and wonderful with Band Book Club. He said he got to work on a whole graphic novel about how cool his wife is. And now people from all over the world are falling in love with her, too. Oh, that's cute. He also said that uh, he gets to work with folks in Hollywood on top secret adaptations of comics that may or may not ever actually come out. But who cares? It's fun anyway. He also says that he actually got to make legit comics for properties like, drumroll please, Popeye, Star Trek, and Garfield. Hell yeah. Those are some classics. I love those. So, as with all things, you are you know, I know that life ain't easy, man. Especially if you're trying to do something. Especially trying to make a name for yourself. There's going to be struggles. There's going to be hard times, hard times. And you're going to have to, you know, get through those. So when I asked Ryan what were some of the struggles he encountered on the journey and how he overcame them, and is there anything that he would do differently, here's what he had to say. He said, I would have quit my job doing custom comics so much sooner. The problem with having your day job be the same field as your passion is this. If you have a crappy job, you can think, I can't wait to get home and draw comics. But if your crappy job is sitting at home drawing crappy comics, at the end of the day, your creative energy is gone and you cannot scoot the paper over or start drawing a better one. He said, I realized at one point that I just hadn't made anything I was proud of in like a decade. And even after that, it took years to be able to draw and write with passion again. That's deep, man. A lot of truth in that. I wouldn't have ever thought about that. And the other thing, the last thing, well, the second to last thing, you know, I got to ask a lot of questions. What are the two pieces of advice you'd give to somebody who's wanting to follow a similar path? And here's what Ryan said. He said, make the art that only you can make. Don't chase after what's popular. You'll just be chasing a tiny sliver of the pie and look like a copycat doing it. The more nervous you are about what you're making, the more you should realize you have to make it. Well said. Well said. Now, what's next for Ryan? Um, he says next year uh, he has about seven books coming out. Banned Books, Student Ambassador, The Missing Dragon, uh, and some other cool stuff. So... We're going to get into Vernon's take, and we will be right back right after this. This is Vernon's take. 
This is running. I mean, that was a terrible beatbox, but hey, I tried. So we're going to get into Vernon's take. This is the take where I tell you what my take is and you and you listen and hopefully it's valuable. I don't know. I love to have feedback here. I'm just a human. All right, let's get into it. Number one. Um, clearly, like, persistency, persistent, persistency. Yeah, that's what I was going for. I mean, be persistent, y'all. Like, don't quit. I mean, this man's been doing this since he was six years old. I mean, I <laughs> uh, went back to the same newspaper. Um, you know, you know. I, I guess what? What? Ten years later? That's crazy. And then got a job uh number two i love this i love this only make art that you can or make the art that only you can is how he said it and i like that because we live in a world where it's so easy man to duplicate anything else that anyone's doing and that's boring Right, I don't want the same Instagram template that ninety thousand other people have. Where's the originality? Where's the creativity? Where's the style? So uh, I really like that, and that's how you have longevity, right? Like if somebody can't copy what you're doing, or you're just being you, um, you know, it's really hard to copy that. And you're the only you of you, so you're one of a kind. Next thing. Uh, what do we have here that I was going to add? Number three, you know, be careful about where you work, right, as your day job. Check your day job because your day job, if it's in what you're doing, you may not have enough energy. You may uh, just not feel it, right? It's going to take a lot of work if you work in the music industry to come home and work on your album, you know, or in this case, comics, right? If you're making crap that you don't believe in, I don't want to say crap because if you're making something that you don't believe in and you're in the industry, working in the industry, right, that you are in, uh, it's probably hard to come home and have energy, right? Because you're not filled up. You're empty. Your cup is so empty. It's thirsty. And you're like, pour me some Kool-Aid. So uh, that's going to wrap this one up. I want to thank y'all for checking out the show episode this week. Uh, it's been real. I know we uh, have had the world is crazy right now, man. So I need you to go out and be the light and be the change that you wish to see in the world. Like my man Gandhi would say. And hey, it's uh, your boy. Thank you so much. My name is Vernon Foster. Famous Vernon. Hey, you can find this episode at IWantToBeFamous.co. That's IWantToBeFamous.co. And I'm going to go put some jelly on my toe. Peace.